everybody, and welcome to episode five of the Baked Cod podcast. Today is Friday, April 17th, and I am Joey alongside my partners Wyatt and Turner. Today we have a very big episode for the podcast. We have, I would say, a very good football player. Very good. Very good football one of, player. One of my three favorite collegiate athletes at the moment. That's big for you because you're a big college huge, which is huge for me because not only am I a big college football guy, but I don't like, I don't like Penn State. So for me to put him in that top three is pretty, pretty big. Mm -hmm. Yep. So we have running back Journey Brown on the show later in the episode. We have a nice little interview cooked up, and um, yeah, he's our first interview. Yeah, we're excited to have somebody on here, a fresh voice. To, uh, to contribute to the conversation is always welcome. Um, but before we get into that, we're going to dive into the social media recap for the day. And this one, in the past couple episodes, I have tried to be a little bit more general with my digs at people. Today, it's going to be the opposite. Rather, I'm going to target a very specific group of people who thought that this tweet was worth tweeting and it is before I get into it, it is it is the worst tweet I've ever seen and I think most people probably saw it Joe we've been talking about it a little bit Turner I don't know if you're if you're aware of this tweet or not you have a brother who's a graduating senior this year yeah I don't, I don't know if I know what you're talking about but go ahead but I want to talk about the the devil's den twitter account that represents Mount Lebanon High School's um, student section of football games and basketball games and whatnot. A Twitter account that I've never like thought was that good. I think there have been a lot of bad tweets on that account in years past, but this one, <laughs> this one surpasses them all, and it's not close. The tweet. There's a link to it too, but here here is the the tweet. The words on the tweet. Let's be real. Online schools a joke. Second semester spring shouldn't be spent cooped up in our houses. We wouldn't be tweeting it if it wasn't sent from a reliable source. Show love, run it up, down arrow to the, uh, to the link. The link. Unfortunately, I was not able to get a screenshot of this before the tweet, which has since been deleted. The link was a petition. A petition to open schools back up in Pennsylvania. And like I said, I, I couldn't get the exact description of what the petition was, but let's just say of the two things that I did get from it at the very bottom of the description, telling people why they should sign the petition said the point was to slow the spread, not to stop the virus. That's riveting stuff. <laughs> <laughs> who, I, I don't know who operates this account now, but who ever tweeted this? I mean, this is bad. Like, who really, thought that was really a good idea. Bad. Someone literally thought, you know what? I'm gonna tweet this. Somebody this needs to be held accountable. Yeah, this will get a lot of respect. I mean, somebody <laughs> this, has to be held. Makes accountable. us look bad. This makes us look bad. As a Mount Lebanon graduate, I feel bad. I'm ashamed. I, I really I, am ashamed. 
is I know the tweet's been deleted, but can we get on the change.org and like, you might be able like to shame it. people that that signed it? You might well, be we able have to some, find we it. have some quotes from the Yeah. This is my theory because on, on change.org, I don't know if you're familiar with the platform, but you're able yeah. to leave comments if you've signed the petition. <laughs> and one of the comments and here's the worst part about it. These aren't anonymous comments. People can see who commented this. I'm not going to say the name um, just out of respect for that person, even though I have very little respect for them anymore after this comment. But they commented after signing the, this petition, I need my lacrosse season. But it wasn't, it wasn't spelled like that. It was, I need my lax season, S-Z-N. <laughs> I mean, you're just... It, it really rattles me to my core that somebody tweeted this, that this, this had like 70 signatures when I opened it up. Like, come on. If this was a joke, it would be like funny. But it's actually serious. <laughs> it was dead serious. Legit thought that Governor Wolf was going to look at this petition, see 70 signatures, and be like, yep, opening up We're, all You know what? <laughs> I feel so bad that they aren't going to be able to go to prom that, you know what? We're just going to send them back. They deserve their second semester. <laughs> I, I got to figure out if I can somehow get my hands on this petition. I, I don't know like where I would start. I found it. <laughs> I found it. 164 idiots have signed it. The title is Reopen Schools in Pennsylvania. And it was started and is focused to Tom Wolf, the Pennsylvania governor. And the description is... The coronavirus pandemic in the state of Pennsylvania has not put a strain on the hospitals. By all accounts, it will reach its peak on April 16th. Yikes. Can we get some like scientific evidence behind that? Like that is just by all accounts. What? What does that even mean? And and they also aren't considering yet, like maybe the Western side of Pennsylvania is doing all right, but Philly's a nightmare. Yeah. It's a disaster over there. Well, the thing about it's like it'll reach its peak. It doesn't mean that it's it's over. It yeah. just means that like today is going to be just as bad as it was two days ago. So, <laughs> so continuing stupid. on, it says it is time for the students to return to school. There is there is no scientific reason to keep <laughs> these kids out any longer. I'm I'm happy that she included that sentence in there because I was thinking that this was a little bit like uninformed, but when she said that there's no scientific reason, it makes me. Do we, do we know who it is? The name on there? Don't say it. But is I'm the name? Say it, the name is on here, which is. Wow. If, if you ever want to go check it out. If this is your name, if you're listening to this and your name is the blank started this petition to Pennsylvania governor. Yikes. Get this off the internet as soon as you can because it is not a good look for you. That's what I'm saying, but the names are attached to everything. Did you? So I did see this a couple of days ago. I think my favorite part is when they say uh, that uh, they're like, our grandparents can social distance or yeah, something yeah, like that. That's what it says. <laughs> yeah, it says grandparents can practice social distancing. Our hospitals are more than ready to take care of the sick. The purpose was to slow the spread, not to stop the virus. <laughs> but can we get into these comments here? Because a couple more have been added since I last looked. And they are just gold. This is gold. 
somebody says, a student, I presume, trying to get back to sending it with the boys. (laughs) At school? I don't know. At school? Okay, but here's here's where it gets good. And I this is fake, hundred percent fake, but I still I still appreciate that it's on here. It says, I want my son to be a superstar on the field so everyone can talk about how great he is. How will that happen if school is closed? <laughs> Do we know if that's fake? <laughs> I, I you might you're so, underestimating. I want to believe I want to believe man. that it's fake so badly. I want to believe that it's fake. And if it's not, I think I'm going to have to start really distancing myself from the Mount Lebanon community. Ridiculous. Really, I already should be because it's these are so bad. It's it's honestly, the comments are just as bad as the actual petition. But I just think it's so funny how none of it is anonymous. We can see your name. You are making a fool of yourself. Tough. We're going to do a new segment, new segment alert for everybody. It's actually the same segment. We just renamed it. It's <laughs> called the, the Bermuda Triangle. So it's not ranking, but it's just, it's just you, you get three things to add to your triangle. So the first one we're going to do, one we're going to do today is places to be on a Friday night. And this is just in the world, right? Like not specific to Pittsburgh or anything like that. Like anywhere. No, like I've ever been like something Cabo that you night. would be doing. Like you can't say like on the beaches in Cabo. Right? How do you know that I don't spend time? Uh, I take it easy. Cabo? All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, and no repeats. No repeats. Yeah. So, uh, why you go first. Oh, thank you. That means I can avoid any repeats. Cause I'll start with, um, well, actually, I don't even know. Joe, you've never been here because you're not of age. Are we doing snake draft? Yeah, we're yeah, we're doing snake. Okay. <clears throat> One of the three, the top point, Tequila Cowboy. Great times <laughs> there. I've had just countless good times there. And I met Juju Smith-Schuster there and almost got beat up by Juju Smith-Schuster there. But, yeah, my that's my favorite bar in um, – in Pittsburgh, always finish the night there. Never start the night there, but always close it down. All right. How how's the the checking account look after a night at Tequila Cowboy? Mm, not great, but yeah, that's actually that's that's an interesting thing to say because it is it's expensive, especially when Nathan Bashaw orders absurdly expensive drinks when it's my turn to pick up the check, and yeah. We went there. I went there with him and Cole Caffaro, um over Thanksgiving. And between that, Mario's, and Lyft's, I think I dropped $275. So, <laughs> tough night. Crazy. I'll be the middleman, I guess. I never get two in a row. Okay. Uh, um, yep, under 21. So, bars are out. Um, I'm just going to go with uh, Avery House College of Worcester. That's where I lived, and well, yeah, that's gone now. But Fridays they were lit. We'd run the tables. Hmm. That's tough. So, all right, I get two. Uh, yeah, you got two. Okay, I'll go with uh, uh, Friday night in 
a college town the weekend of a big football game. There's a big wow. football game the next day. The town's always buzzing. There's a there's a oh nice a nice feeling in the air. Mm-hmm. Now you just go out party like there's no tomorrow. Wake up and tailgate the next day. Great feeling. Are you are you thinking of a place in particular, <laughs> or is that just general? Because I feel like well, the place you're thinking of is a place that you don't like. Well, maybe, and it happens to do with watching. I don't our interview guest. We are okay. Yeah, Penn State. Yeah. Maybe me and me and Journey Brown party together. Uh, okay, that, that's probably on. not true. Well, might have to ask him. All right. Um, I don't get to experience that before you talk to your second one. Indiana's not really a football school, and I know you guys don't experience that either. But like the pro- the difference is that I go to a big time university that's in the big 10 but still manages not to have like a good football vibe at all so it's just kind of a waste it sucks yeah 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 that's a good one turner um my second one is uh a bait like a baseball game baseball game at pnc park on a friday night that's a good one yeah Yeah, it also depends what time of year because if it's like it's like late july and they're in the hunt Oh boy! Sunset over the city. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. All right. Uh, Joe's up again. Yeah. Right. Um. So, uh, I don't know. Mine. So basically, whenever we go on vacation during the summer, like our family, we usually go Saturday. Saturday. That last Friday night, wherever you are on vacation, that's whenever you're just like, all right, last moment, let's just take it all in. That's where I'm going with on the ranking or the triangle. That's a good one. You guys are making me reconsider a little bit here because you guys are coming up with these like nice wholesome ones and all. I was just gonna put a bunch of bars down, but now I, I feel <laughs> I would feel irresponsible for doing that. So so for my second one, um I really love uptown mount lebanon on a friday in the warm months like like going up getting food um at little pete's or little tokyo or stuff like that and in the uptown is absolutely buzzing with people and that's a good place to be i like that a lot that takes me back balloon guy i've never been neither have i oh i have but not like to drink I've never been there for anything. Never been inside. Support local business, though. Go try it out. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. All right, your last one. Oh, I forgot that this was a snake. Um, I don't know. I think you might have to gloss over me here for the time being so I can think of something. Oh, come on. I mean, I think <laughs> that, like, the a little tribute to my uh, to my Bloomington – friends there's a place in bloomington called the tap that starting this uh semester we we went every single friday night and it's like a really good place to go at like 9 p.m and start the night off get a couple uh beers and they have the best french fries ever they are so good and yeah that's that's a place to be on a friday night they have live music stuff like that so pretty cultured place for bloomington indiana which i think is why i like it nothing better than the first couple beers on a friday oh yeah yeah friday beers yeah um 
my last one, Panther House. <laughs> the only place you can get into. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting next to Kenny Pickett. Uh, KPA, Heisman candidate. Yeah, a lot of could be, It could be him and uh, could be him and Journey sitting in the chairs come December up in New York City for the Heisman Trophy. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, Panther House. I don't know if it's still in business. They might have gotten in trouble. Uh, <laughs> I feel like schmucks like you. <laughs> they let you in. <laughs> like if it's actually insane, you could show them a Pokemon card. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, me. Uh, my third is uh, oh, a nice uh, when somebody in DC at Town Tavern at 10 p.m. happy hour. Whoa, the best. that is nice. Yeah, the best. 10 p.m. happy hour. Yeah, dude, they just you put your name on a list, they just send you out a happy hour, and you go there, you put like 20 friends on a list, and they just give you wristbands. Happy hour, 10 p.m. That's pretty fun. It's lit. Yeah. It's lit. <sighs> you can't wait to experience uh, these more innovative bar scenes. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it could be a while. You might not be sniffing the bars until 2021. All right, so uh, time has come for the segment we've all been waiting for. Um, our first ever guest on the show needs no introduction. I'm going to give him one anyway. Running back at Penn State University, ran for 890 yards, 12 touchdowns this season, massed 202 rushing yards in the Cotton Bowl, earned him Cotton Bowl Offensive MVP, and uh, he's really just getting started. Journey Brown, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I didn't know I was the first person to be on this one. Ever. We, yeah. we never have any any guests. We've got a lot of requests. You know what's funny? We got a lot of requests after people found out that you were coming on the show. We post, oh, that, we post that video, <laughs> and then the DM just started to put me on, put me on. I think Jack, Jack Stevens, in fact, has been asking me for, like, months to put him on, and now I hit up him to get someone on. So here we so, are right. with Jerry Joe, yeah. Journey, how's uh how's quarantine treating you? Um, well, for, like where I'm at right now, it's snowing like crazy, so uh, I can't work out, can't do nothing. So I've been on the game. We've been playing GTA, running heist for the last shit. I don't even know, but I mean, it's cool. I, I've been a gamer my whole life, so this ain't nothing new to me. So I'd be I'd be chilling regardless. So I'm are cool. you uh, you out in state college? Are you up in Meadville or what? I'm in, I'm in, I'm in Meadville, yeah. I'm not so too same far. Same you were on Xbox or PS4? PS4. Don't disrespect okay, me like that's that. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Don't disrespect me like that, man. I ain't never talked to Xbox <laughs> in my life. Yeah, no. I definitely – my brother has an Xbox, and I run the PS4, so I understand yeah, that yeah. vibe. I dig it. I'm, uh, I'm like – Maybe 30 minutes south of you. I'm in Mercer, PA, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know that's at. Exactly. It's up the street. Uh, for, for, for down the street. Yeah, down the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been, uh, you've been cooking a lot, or you've been doing takeout, or what? <laughs> All right. Straight, straight McDonald's, Taco Bell. <laughs> uh, I got the, the dinner and lunch of the champions, man. I'll be eating whatever whatever I, I can get my hands on for, for my little sister. I should be cooking. 
she likes to like experiment but with food and stuff. So she'll be cooking whatever she'd be cooking, I'll be eating. So yeah, I'll be that's not bad. Yeah, I'll be chowing down on yeah. whatever. That's, that's a, this is the pluses of being home. So I mean I'm cool with it. Yeah. I would consider myself like somewhat familiar with the Meadville area. Uh I wanted to ask you about Eddie's hot dogs. <laughs> because Hell yeah, I don't burn it. Joe, what did you, what did your friend say about Eddie's? Jack said it was completely overrated. But Jack thinks everything is completely overrated. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> no, um, I mean it's 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 not it's not like a uh, it's not no five star restaurant. It's a it's a hot dog shack. I mean, like, what, what do you really expect for a hot dog shack? It's, it's probably one of the best hot dog shacks around here. So, that's very uh, that true. It's good. They like, they don't even have yeah, indoor seating. So that's what I'm saying. Like, um, like how how good can you really get for like a hot dog? Shack? That's know. all I'm saying. But this is good for for uh, what it is, you know. Um, I enjoy it. Um, me and Jack, I don't know what he's talking about. We used to go up there, get we used to eat hot dogs and stuff, and then go out to um, go out to Hanks and get ice cream like Hanks. every Saturday. I was, I was just so, gonna say Hanks. Hanks. Is yeah, so we used to, because I don't I don't like ice cream. I don't I don't like uh, I don't really have a like, there'd be sometimes I have like, a little sweet tooth for ice cream and stuff, but. Um, I, but I eat sherbet and stuff. So like they have like some good sherbet out there. So we'll go, we used to go to Eddie's and back in the day, I didn't have a car. So he'd pick me up and we'd just chill all day. We'd go out to Eddie's eat and then we'll go out to, uh, Hank's and I'll get sherbet. He'd get his little ice cream. We'll just chill the rest of the day. So that was, that was like a, that was a slight routine we used to have. So I don't know what he's talking about. He, he likes it. So he, he tapped it a few times. It like, happened. Hanks is insane. I was I was gonna say that. Hanks is so good. I could go for that right now. Right. Joe, do you wanna uh you wanna dip into some questions? Yeah, yeah, no. So basically I'm not Wyatt might be familiar with the Meadville area, but I've only been there to visit Allegheny College. So I just wanna kinda know like what does it mean to be from Meadville and representing the city on the big stage? Um, you know, for, for my whole life, uh, you really don't know, like, how big your city is or what you really get into until, like, you grow up and then look back on it. Um, <clears throat> so, for me, when I was growing up and stuff and just realizing playing ball and then uh, just realizing, how, like, how small the town is, uh, when, I, when I really started moving around um, and realizing being in places with, like, college visits and stuff and going down to Philly and, like, going down to Miami, seeing Miami and just seeing all the different spots and stuff. No, and then I come back to me, but I'm like, damn, like we really do have like a small town, and um, and there ain't really much to do here. Um, like I have a lot of friends and a lot of people that moved like out from here and say they, oh, I hate Meville, this, that, and other. For me, I love, I love Meville, man. My my grandma's from here, my whole family from here, and I know my whole family's we good people. So um, and all my friends, like I only I only mess with a certain group of people. Um, and I, I, they like they they molded me into the kind of guy I am today. So uh, for me, it's I, I love where I'm from because uh, I all these people came from one spot. Everybody's talking about oh you from nowhere you from you ain't from a city blah blah blah. Well I'm I'm in the same spot you is uh, and, like always on a football team. But oh I got dudes from Texas, dudes from uh, Florida, all this. I'm like I'm from I'm from right right up from the up from the block. And they be like yeah. oh word oh that ain't nothing that ain't nothing. I'm like man I'm from I, I'm in the same spot you is. I said, so my spot's the same as yours. It's if, if we at the same spot, mm-hmm. but, um, so I mean, I t- I carry it with long. I got a title on my arm, but I, I carry it with a lot of pride. So um, that, I, I just that's I, I say that because my family, everybody, uh, I mess with my whole life is from here. 
and they shaped me into the dude. So that's why I really give respects back to the to the Ville. Yes, the Ville. Everything. Oh, the, I like that. The mud. <laughs> That's yeah. yeah. Now you say like it's kind of a small town. You like kind of put them on the map with having what is to be one of expected one of the greatest high school sporting careers in potentially all time. How does it feel knowing that you worked your ass off, got to that point, and here you are at Penn State? What tell me your top three moments in high school sports? Um, okay. Uh, I never really put a lot of thought top three. Um, I would definitely say, um, we're just to, to answer your question. Um, just when I played, when I, at first when I played ball, like I didn't really think of it uh, as nothing, you know, like when I was a freshman, sophomore, it was just fun to me. And then, uh, a little bit later in my sophomore year, um, I got it like a little letter from uh, Albany or Albany or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's when I was like, oh, snap, like, I can really do something with this. And um, and then I really started uh, taking it seriously. Like, that summer, kind of, like, I just – all I thought about was football. Like, I was like, damn. So, it kind of went in for me liking football and um, all that stuff and then into loving. And then um, and then I just kind of took off from there. Even – I had, like, a, a good sophomore year. And then uh, even going into my uh, – I think going into my junior – or I had a good – decent freshman year. Going into my sophomore year, um, I didn't like you know I stayed still didn't start me, and after my sophomore year, um, I, I kind of signified myself of being the, that guy you know. Um, but yeah, uh, my top moments uh, I'll have to say uh, my one of my favorites was um, I will I'm not gonna put them in order, but I'll give you three. Mm-hmm. My one of my favorite ones is um, definitely uh, beating Cash uh, for the first time at the field because they they beat ass every year you know they always. Um, after the combined schools, we ain't never beat them. Um, they they always spanked us and sweeped us with the floor, you know what I'm saying? So actually going there, I remember uh, I was so locked in. I wasn't talking to nobody, but I just had murder on my mind. I felt like, why, why WN, you feel me? Yeah. But um, I, I definitely said that was one of my favorite moments because, you know, they always talk smack. They were like, they had like my little, uh, my little, it was like a jersey shirt. Like I had my, like the Bulldogs 32 and they like burned my jersey and stuff. Like the, the year that we was about to play them, like. I, was, I thought that was crazy. Like they always disrespected me and stuff, and I still don't. I still don't like cash people to this day. Like I still, they be like, "Oh, where you from?" Like my mom be telling me, "Oh, one of my friends, oh, son wants you to sign." I say, "Where they from?" They be like, "Oh, Lionsville, Cash." I'm like, "Hell no!" Tell them I ain't signing <laughs> shit. <laughs> but I end up signing this stuff because my mom, you know, it's like, "Yo, you're so corny, bro." Like, oh my God. I said, "I'm gonna die with that shit." But um, I said that was one one of my favorite moments, and then uh. I say another one was probably um, playing uh, in the playoffs, uh, playing Holidaysburg, um, kind of going in there uh, after we won D10, um, and then going into our first uh, playoff game ever, uh, like the state playoff game. That was a uh, we didn't know how we were gonna do. You know, we heard of Holidaysburg, we was coming out on the field. They had like all these nice jerseys, all white, icy out. And we we kept, we're coming out, they big and shit, and we just sitting there like, damn, like, they, they all right. But I ain't never been scared to play nobody in football. Never have, never will be. Um, so I'm sitting there, I'm like, damn, these, these dudes look nice. But, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, shit, we nice, too. We in the same spot. Like, if we weren't nice, too, we wouldn't be in the same spot. And, um, and the game started, and I was – I remember I was just the same shit. I was locked in. Um, I was, like, staying loose. Because if I, if I get – you know I'm not having 
like if I get too serious, you know, that's when I'm like, oh shit, like, like the whole time I, I'm laughing, I'm giggling, I'm, I'm I'm messing around. I like staying loose. I'm not having fun. I just, if it's not a party on the field, then I ain't, I ain't in the game for me. Um, that's why I love football because it's, it's, it's that's how it is. That's how I'm on the field. Um, always hype. Uh, but yeah, I'll say that was one of my favorite games. And then of course the Dubois game. Um, I really feel like that. Uh, that really set me up. You know, um, I mean, it, it was like kind of uh, not like a fluke game, but it was like a once in a lifetime game. Um, it, it was an opportunity, and I and I took it around with it, obviously. Uh-huh. And I, doing that shit um, really, that's when I started hearing uh, coaches come talk to me. I had uh, USA Today calling me, interviewing me. I had a bunch of people just talking and talking to me. And I, for me, I was like, oh shit, like I ain't never had this in my whole life. Like I felt I was on top of the world for about 25 minutes. <laughs> so I mean that little 25 minutes I had like at that time I had like girls calling me um I had girls that ain't never talked to me in my high school talking about oh hey Journey like <laughs> congratulations on your game uh besides that how you doing like I'm like oh yeah all right um I in that moment that was like one of the top but like even after we we went to um Bradford we went we went to play Bradford the next day or the next Friday and I'm I'm in there. I, I I don't show up to warm ups because my legs are still running on e. Like I'm getting stem on my legs, rolled out by uh, our trainer Miss Carrie. Like I'm getting rolled out and massaged and shit. And like I'm I'm late. You know I got I come out still even in high school. I came out with my my jersey rolled up to show my stomach like Zeke. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll, I'm coming out. I'm warming up. And I come out. They see that forward. They're like, ah, like let's go. The whole away <laughs> side yelling for me. Like I'm like y'all. Uh-huh. Y'all about to make your team. Like, what the hell? They're like, they're like chanting my name, like, Journey, bro. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, this is weird. Me or Bradford? Like, yeah. I, I remember I run down, and I'm by, like, this little stool section. They, like, tailgating outside. And they yell, like, hey, Journey Brown, come have a burger with us. I'm like, I'm, like, laughing. I'm like, I just want, like, I'm just confused. I'm like, we about to tear these boys up, and they cheering for me. Like, and I remember, like, the first, um, like, the first quarter, like, I think I had, like, two touchdowns. I'm just going crazy. I think I ended up with like six touchdowns. I think I scored, I think I scored like six, six, seven times, had six carries. I scored off a punt, I scored off a kick, and I scored like off the other carries I had. And um, I remember I was just sitting there and I was like, yeah, like this is cool, whatever. Like I remember I went back in uh, after the game, I went back in and uh, Coach Collins came and got me because I didn't want to interview, yada, yada, yada. So I come back out and they, they, they had the nerve to interview me at the whole other side of the, uh, the end zone. Like, so I, I jog down there, they, they interview me, interview me. I come off, I'm coming off, and I get bombarded by like 400 little kids. And I like, I remember like being a young boy looking up to the, to the, uh, to the kind of like the, the college guys and shit. And then just getting into it, like, you know, I ain't really had nobody like to take me on a day wing or somebody to show me love, like, 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 I, like that. So, like, for me, this, like, like nah, nah, like, chill, chill, chill. It'd be like kind of telling my, my younger self, like, nah, chill, chill, chill. Like, that would have probably, um, I mean, I, it worked out for people telling me no. So, uh, but I still, you know, I showed love. I, I, I sat there, answered every single one of their questions, and because um, I mean, I, but that's I would say like just little kids looking up to me is probably like the highlight of the whole, the whole thing. And I, I definitely like that. Love, love share, sharing the knowledge that I've learned, and I really dig it. So, I know I, I went on with that question answer, but I just okay. had to get that one. Yeah, You're yeah. only gonna get more fans as your career goes on too. So <laughs> right, yeah. maybe a lot of little kids to respond to. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you uh you like flew way, way, way under the radar uh with football recruiting, but 
like obviously your your track career is pretty infamous as well like did you get recruited like more heavily for for running uh yeah yes and no you know um yes i would i had a lot of like letters letters coming in and uh no at the same time because once i told because they would go to my coach first they would go to my uh my track coach coach lynn coach kennedy and coach heiser they would go to them first and um they would ask them like oh like what kind of blah 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 but i told them to tell them like i'm a football player i'm playing football so like ain't no chance i'm running track in college so I, I had a bunch, like, I, I had people come to my practices during track and stuff, talk to me. And, like, I remember the one time, like, the Buffalo dude came and talked to me. And I was telling him, explaining to him. I was like, yeah, like, that's cool. Like, whatever, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, um, I was like, look, uh, I said, I appreciate you coming all the way out here. Uh, thanks for the love and whatnot. I, I said, but I'm a, I'm a football player, man. Like, I always have been. I said, I'm a football player that just runs track. Like, that's all I've ever been. And um, he was like, I understand. So I respect it. He said, Well, if you ever change your mind, here's my card. Like that, that type of stuff. So, uh, so that's that's what it went to. So after that, I didn't get as much uh, offers or calls and stuff from track people because they would have to go to the coach and then they'd talk to you. So um, I I had my coach handle that uh, before. Now, so you ran state record ten four three in hundred meter. Yeah. Can you think? As of now, do you think that is your time would be better? You think you got faster? Hell yeah! Uh-huh. I, if if I this journey brown race that journey brown dust his dumb ass like I'll dust his ass. <laughs> what, like, I'll, I'll, no question. What's your forty time? Uh, I run a four two nine right now. Four two nine, holy! Yeah, I was I would dust I would dust the old school journey. Like, I'm so much faster, stronger. I, would, I yeah I would love to go back in the day and bully myself like that'd be so much fun. So we did a little conversion. We calculated your we max speed. The numbers. Yeah, we calculated your max speed in a 40-yard dash. So if you were running at max speed, you would run a 3.8 40-yard dash. <laughs> and we, That's crazy. We converted that to miles per hour. And you're running at like around 23 and a half, 24 miles an hour. Now, we looked up some animals, and we're going to ask you and see if you think you're faster than them. All right. <laughs> so the first one we're gonna we're gonna start with the black mamba. Black like a snake? A snake. A hundred percent. All right. Black mamba runs twenty miles an hour. You're faster than that. <laughs> I am that, a really... you telling me it's, it slithers like that fast? <laughs> yeah. Hell no. Max speed, yeah, no, they're fast. That's you don't crazy. Want, you don't want to fuck with a black mamba for Kobe reasons and because twenty miles an hour. So are we talking 20 miles per hour on, on sand? 20 miles per hour on, on sand? Surfaces. Could be sand, could be water. I don't know. Over away. <laughs> Over away. on sand. Yeah, that's, that's a conversation we had. So I believe I can, I can destroy a sea lion with bare hands. <laughs> and the real thing is, if I'm home, like if I'm on land, I'm going to win. But if I'm in the water, I'm fucked. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, so I feel like if a, if a black mamba's home, you're still going to win. Sand and is hard to run on, though. Sand is really hard to run on. Yeah, but I want him to come. I want to come see him run on this damn snow. See what's good with, <laughs> yeah. what's good with the death. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, okay, so now you got your, your one for one. Next one up is elephant. Ooh. Elephant? Uh-huh. Oh, damn. No, I don't think I'm faster than an elephant. That's going to be moving. Because they, they got to run from uh, lions and shit. So I'm going yeah. to say no. I'm going to say no with an elephant. Well, you're exactly as fast as an elephant, according to our ca- calculations. 
Okay, so it would be tied up. Yeah, it would be a good one. You guys, I, mean, I would pay for that race. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I just hope we running side by side. He ain't chasing me because I'm not trying to get trampled or nothing crazy. So yeah, that's fucking husks and shit. All right, and uh, now next one is uh, a polar bear. No, no, because I know I know about the bears, the grizzly bears and shit. No, uh-huh. I'll be watching little little documentaries. Them joints be moving. <laughs> <laughs> the grizzly bear runs thirty miles an hour. Yeah, I knew. Yeah, see, that's what I'm talking about. They strong as hell. But how about the polar bear? The polar bear is twenty five. So that would be another neck and neck. Yeah. Ooh. How see, now we I feel like a polar bear like takes longer to to reach its like peak speed, and yeah. it does not it does not stay at peak speed for a while. Yeah. There, there, there's some fat motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. They ain't moving like that that crazy that long. Yeah, I still know they fast though. They they they'll catch you. Yeah. And uh, all right, here's another one. Here's a nice little one. What about a squirrel? A squirrel? Uh huh. I try to I try to catch squirrels all the time. And I, it doesn't work, so I'm going to say no. Squirrels are elusive, though, but, but yeah, if, if you make them run in a straight line, I think you win that one. Squirrels run 15 miles an hour. That's oh, for real? They're really quick. Like, they zigzag and shit, but, like, straight line, you got it. That's okay, right. Yeah, yeah. Put them on a track, they're not, they're not doing shit. <laughs> I'm still – because I know I'd be trying to catch squirrels all the time, and they'd be – they'd go straight, and next thing I know, I'm, I'm running straight, and they, they take a the left. They already have the tree looking at me. <laughs> and then, yeah, they got the big eyes like fuck off. Yeah. That's crazy. Fifteen. Okay. Yeah, I'll brace a squirrel. Yeah, yeah. So you're clearly faster than a lot of animals. <laughs> That's what's up. <laughs> All right. Now, Penn State, oh here's an, we're gonna get another portion, but uh why you wanna run with the unrivaled part? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well here's the thing, and I, I said this before, uh in a segment before that we recorded, like I'm not I'm not a Penn State fan at all, uh, but it's it, you know mostly because of this unrivaled nonsense, like this. So you'll stop, hey, no, say that. no rivals. Say, that. say your top three football players. Oh, my yeah. top three. No, no, my not you. Why? No, why? Oh. You, why uh, is it not Penn you, State? You, you are you are among my top three favorite college football players right now, which is a big deal for me because I'm a huge college football guy and I hate Penn State. So <laughs> take take that as. But the unrivaled stuff really, really bugs me. Um, yeah. But listen, we're this is this is a safe place, and so I'm just gonna ask this straight up: like, you guys have rivals, okay? Yeah. Who who would you consider to be your biggest rival? Um, for for me personally, um, I know like from being there and shit. Like without, I mean, I'll say Ohio State, you know, because they, you know, they bust their ass. Anyway. Um, they they bust their ass this last year and the, in the past year. Um, so we 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 battle it out though, you know. We we go neck to neck. It's not like they blow us out. It's just like either they start off on us quick or we start off on them quick and they catch up. Or so it's always like they they edge us out right at the last second type shit, and that makes me mad as hell. Um, that's why I said they bust our ass because you know they they always beat us. Um, in those type in 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 the past, you know, I ain't saying shit for the for the future because I ain't, I ain't playing them games no more. But um, I would say either them or Pitt because every time every time we played Pitt, like I'll say we played Pitt this last year, and I was, that was the hardest I've been hit all year. Like them in Indiana were the hardest I've been hit, and Pitt Pitt came crazy. Like go Hoosiers, <laughs> baby! 
That's where I go to school. That's where I go to school. So okay, yeah, yeah. I see because I when I when I uh joined the Zoom thing, it said like Indiana University. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like yeah. I remember uh it was like uh who, like who's your daddy? Like every time we played him, I was like, who's your daddy? Mm-hmm. But um but like Pitt, I ain't never been hit down. I think like when they when they come play us, it's it's like it's it's up for grabs, you know. Um like they they don't care. Like if they losing. They they taking somebody with them type like and that's how they they was striking the whole time and I was like damn like this shit be. I remember I got up from a couple of them hits like <clears throat> like you know I had to catch your breath are. almost I'm like shit but even with Indiana I got this big ass scar from Indiana they was slicing mm-hmm. me up out in that zone they 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 was talking crazy to me and they was they was hit striking and I remember I was talking right back I was like man y'all man. Don't get me started on that. That's so that's so interesting that they they're talking shit because they're terrible. Yeah. Teams <laughs> not good. Very. Hey, you know, you can't you just because your team's ass doesn't make like you know you stop talking shit like you gonna talk shit regardless like you out oh, there yeah. playing ball, and a lot of those a lot of people like when your team's real shitty you you just start to to kind of like um, play for yourself you know you start playing. Um, to to better your future, you know, you pick good tape on there, you gonna get picked up regardless. So, mm-hmm. um, I know like a lot of the guys that start doing that stuff and whatnot, but it's still in the team's best hand if they playing the best. So, yeah. Who's the biggest trash talker? Uh, that I've ever been trash talked to. Yeah. Like from a different team. Either one. Yeah. Um, I'll say well for, on our team, Lamont Wade be talking a lot of shit. <laughs> I knew that. Um, I, oh, Br- I, I knew Brisker that. talks a lot of shit. Marquise Wilson talks a lot of shit. <laughs> Um, like the the whole D line, they talk shit. Like they like the whole, whole defense talk shit. Like there's a lot of quiet guys, but like when it, when we really get into it, like during practices, like during the scrimmage, little scrimmages and shit, the whole our whole defense, they be talking. Like it, it just seemed like chirping. You know, they they talking the whole time. So I have to say all the, but those are probably be my top dudes that be talking shit. Antonio Shelton, he be talking shit. He Ohio boy. Uh, but like they all, they they all talk shit. So I I had to give it up to all of them, especially yeah. the D line. The D line be talking the whole time. Like, nah, nah that's why I bangs with them. Cause I, I would be if they weren't on my team, if I didn't spend every day with them, I'd be like, these motherfuckers are annoying as hell. Like, shut <laughs> up. But like, since I since I spend time with them every day, I know these dudes. Like, I know their shit talking ain't really shit talking. They just talking. Mm-hmm. Like, but yeah, that that shit would get pissed me off. If I played for a whole different team. Yeah, iron sharpens iron. So yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Talk to me about lawn. This lawn boys nonsense. <laughs> lawn boys nonsense. <laughs> um, <laughs> we uh, so kind of how we was looking at it. Coach Sider, um, Coach Sider was looking at it when he came. Uh, it was always like uh, one one person back. Uh, it was Saquon, and then when Saquon left, it was Miles and sprinkled a little bit of, of Ricky Slade in there, but mostly Miles. So like the the year uh, we come back, he was talking to us and he was like, "Man, look, he's like, we 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 got a bunch of young guys in here, got a bunch of young backs, um, and we 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 look to plan on playing everybody." He said, "I look to plan on because at the end of the day, it's up to him who, who play." Um, he's like, "My job is to play y'all. Y'all job is make it difficult on me to who to play." And he's saying like, "We're not gonna be that one dimensional back no more. All this other shit." And Coach Sutter's a goofy ass dude, so he's sitting there talking. And he's like, "Man, I want." So I want to make, like make a name for ourselves, you know. I want, I want, I want to be like, like a, a group, but as one, you know. So like we play because last year we played a bunch of running backs. We had two freshmen play, Ricky played, 
So everybody really played. Nick Yuri played, you know, so everybody told you the rock. And um, so, like, that's what, so that's what kind of came of, like, we, we all play, but, you know, so we're like a group, like, that all plays, you know, on one spot. Like, I keep saying the same thing. But um, so we, at first, we were 7 Eleven boys because we always open. You could always rely on us. You always can come to us. Um, and then uh, Coach Sugar comes in one day talking about, Hey, I got I got a good name for y'all, man. Like I've been thinking about this a lot, man. Like, he was, and he, he gets up in front of the room. He was like, "Look," he's I've been thinking. He was like, he said, "Why why don't we call ourselves the Lion Boys? Every time we score, we throw up the the L's, and then we do like a little llama or John." And, and we were like, you know me, like I'm I'm down with whatever. Like I'm cool. Like I, I, that just sounds cool to me. I'm like, hell yeah, let's get it. So when I was sitting there and um, I was like, yeah, let's go, let's go. And and you know, Mr. Mr. No Kane over there like sitting there like, man, I don't know, bro. Like that shit kinda weak, bro. Like he talking shit. He was talking the most shit, actually. He was over there hating on it. And then uh, I grew on him. He he loved it down. He's like, Yeah, we some ball boys, man. Fuck it. Like, but um, no, but we 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 started balling, you know, and that's that's why I feel like uh that's why I feel like it really came from that's why we and it started developing and don't matter who gets a rock, you know, one of us eats, we all eat. Um we just stay ten toes, leave the ego out the door. Um, we just some long boys, and that's what it really came down to. Oh, that's interesting. I've never heard like everyone wants to know what the long boys like stands for. Yeah, I had no idea that there was there was a coach that was like, you know what, we need to get a name for ourselves. Yeah, and, that, and that's that's where I started. That's when Coach Sider was like, we need to instead of us, you know, um, just kind of being just a one-dimensional back, like, you only see one name, like, it was always, like, Saquon Barkley or Miles Sanders. It would be, like, the long boys, like, it won't just be, like, just Journey Brown, you know? It's, like, the the long boys. You see the running backs, it's the long boys. It's not just one guy, because we all play, we all we all told that rock, and that's where it really shaped into it, so. Yeah. You guys got a long boys chain that you rock after you score a touchdown? Yeah, yeah. We got, um, we got locked up in the safe. We got locked up in a safe in the uh, downtown bank, um, secure and all that. They bring it out every game day. That's dope. All right, I, I, I'll give you that. I'll, I'll rescind my statement about it being on time. <laughs> <laughs> respect that. Respect that. Joe, um, you, uh, you got anything else you want to ask Joe? How much? I think we hit everything that was. I just wanted to ask this. This is a very short question. You, you talked about the Du Bois game. It was some absurd score. How how long did that game take to play? If there were like two hundred points like, to score, it seems like four hours. That's you and know that's not been as bad as I would have thought, but I guess there's no it, uh, it, it, commercials. So it was it was it was, but it felt like four fucking ever. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, shit was all right, man. They was they asked, oh, JB was cramping up the whole time. I'm like, bro, I'm used to playing an hour, two hours. Yeah, I said, I mean, I, 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 I prepare my body for an hour, two hours. I ain't prepare myself for all this, but I, that's, that's just brutal. that day after, after that. Um, when I started really snapping, I caught my second win. That's why mm-hmm. it didn't really seem like um, I was still cramping up the whole time. I remember the one, the one touchdown. I don't know which one it was. It was probably like the fifth one. I don't know. I was running down towards their student section, and I remember their, uh, their best. I forget his name. His their best player was chasing me. And he's like pretty fast, big ass dude receiver. I'm like, I'm running, so I'm looking back and I see him catching up. And I'm like, this dude's trying to play me. So I was like, I'm about to take off. So I took off, <laughs> dust his ass. 
And I remember, like, I try to slow down, and both of my calves lock up. Oh. And I remember I couldn't, I couldn't stop. So I just keep running. I run all the way to the concession stand. Like, I bump into the concession stand. I'm like, oh, shit. And my shit starts cramping. And I, like, I'm, like, like stretching out my legs on the, on the little uh, concession stand counter and shit. And I look up, and the lady's like, I'm like, oh, my bad. <laughs> like, like, there's all these people, like, get, like, nachos and shit, like, moved out their way, looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I ran back out there, like, celebrate with my team and shit. But, like, yeah, that was, that was like, it was a long-ass game. It was really yeah. long. Did you play both ways the whole game, or they uh, they let you sit on defense? They, I, I, didn't, I didn't play defense when um, mm-hmm. the beginning of the season. I, I played – that's what I'm – so we, when we played, we had – we had like it was so weird. We had like linemen playing linebacker, then we had linebackers playing safeties. That's why we were getting torched. Like we didn't, we didn't know what the hell we was doing because we we like a run stop team in high school. Like we run the ball, then we stopped and run. That's what we were built for. Old school type shit. But when it came to passing, it was like uh, so so. You know, we we would stop a couple when we dance and ain't gonna stop them all. It's like playing rookie on Madden. You throw that bitch up every time. Somebody's gonna catch it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like towards the end of the seat, like towards after that game, actually, um, I started playing defense. I, it, we started playing linebacker. Like so, all the running backs started playing around linebacker, and then uh, then that's that's when we really started getting this shit. I love playing linebacker. That shit was fun as hell. Now, uh, so that game, you put up ten touchdowns, like seven hundred and some yards, like a ridiculous stat. And the final score was it was like a close game. Yeah, like yeah, it was like one hundred seven and. <laughs> To like 99 or something like that, 90 or 107 to 90. That's insane. Crazy. At the, like, I understand, like, celebrating after that game, but were your coaches just like, what the fuck happened on defense? No, he – yeah, we um, we we celebrated after the game. Coach Khan said, I'm not even going to get into it tonight. He said, I'm not even going to – whatever. And uh, he's, I'm not even going to do it tonight. And so we celebrated, you know. Uh, we got on the bus halfway. We're not even – about 30 minutes in, I started getting like a full body cramp. I almost started crying. I come in the next morning, you know, I'm stretching out, all this other shit. The whole time, because we used to, we had meetings from like 8 to 12, like 8 in the morning to 12. And um, just sat there and we got ripped the whole time we were there, like pretty much on defense. Like we didn't even watch no offense. He's like, we cool on offense. We score 107 <laughs> points every time. We said, I'm all right with it. Like, but no, just watch straight defense. He, you'd see him clicking on the Jones, just, it just said defense. Mm-hmm. clicked on it just let it roll he's like y'all fucking suck this is <laughs> bullshit yada 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 we scored 107 points but we all gave up fucking 90 <laughs> like he was on their ass and shit and i was like damn like i'm still like so i'm 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 in the meetings and shit and i'm still getting calls and shit coach collins keeps picking up his phone so i was like i do this come bring your ass back in here i was like yes sir <laughs> like i was like please keep calling me because i'm not trying to keep getting ripped like yeah. Like, I hope they – I was like, they're like, so, Jerry, that's all the questions I have. I'm like, please keep asking me questions, man. I'm not trying to go back in there. Like, just hold me for a little bit longer. But, no, it was cool. You know, they they did uh, get in our ass about it. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, they, they enjoyed the, the little hype and fame we had around our team, too. So, it was cool. Yeah, that's interesting. All right, well, now, before we let you go, recently, I think it was it – was, yeah, yesterday, you were ranked number four running back going into the 2020 season. Yeah. How, how does that feel like? Are you does that is that motivation to be number one or are you like number four? Like that's I'm good. Like I'm going. Like this is a good place to be right now. Yeah. Well, for me, I always I always take a step back and be appreciative of 
um, whatever they, they throw at me or whatever um, somebody says, I always take a step back and just realize, like, um, like I take a step back and realize, like, that's what they think of me. Like, um, I never thought I would be ranked number four in the nation when I my freshman year. I never thought I'd be ranked number four in the nation when I was in high school. It's going into my junior year when I knew I was going to start starting. Um, so coming from coming from thinking like my confidence level and how I, how I should be, um, you know, I, so, so I took a step back. I was like, damn, I'm number four, baby. Like that's that's dope. Man. I'm top five. Like and being top five and anything, then you, you a dog. Like so, uh, just taking that in the hand and then. Uh, and then just realizing I, I don't get complacent, you know, don't, I'm never satisfied. I'm like, I'm always hungry. Um, and, uh, and then I, I say that's, that's what they think of me. That's what they, that's what they rank me. And I, I appreciate that. And then now it's more of a, now I'm going to show you why I should be number one, not like, Oh damn, I should be number one. Like, no, nah, like you, you think I'm fourth. I'm going to show you why I should be one. It's more of a, uh, um, kind of like a, like a prove, prove me wrong type thing. And then that's, that's, I mean, that's part of the, what drives me to, 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 to keep pushing and keep working out every day. Uh, don't, don't miss a step being consistent, you know? And um, so, yeah, it's one of the things, but yeah, being, when I seen that, I, I mean, I, I'm not the front, I got in the car. I was actually, I forget what I was, I was going to do. I was going to do something, but I remember I, like, I put on some, like, I forget who I was playing. I was bumping some music and it just hit me. I was like, damn, I'm number four, like in the nation. Like I'm in Meville right now. I'm number four. Like, I'm like, yes, sir. Like, I'm like, what's good? Yeah. Like, somebody say some shit to me. I'm gonna punch somebody. Look, I'm so hyped right now. I'm gonna punch somebody. <laughs> But um, no, it was definitely it was, it was definitely real cool, like blessing. Uh, if you were saying like I, I, I definitely took a step back and appreciated it. But uh, now, it's, now it's time to get the work to prove why I'm number one. But yeah. yeah. Interestingly enough, about that though, the uh, that list, I'm pretty sure the three guys ahead of you, like, were all guys that everybody was pretty surprised that they came back to school. So if it makes you feel any better, you would be yeah, yeah. if they had left yeah. the draft. <laughs> hey, yeah, they uh, those guys, those like Chuba. He, that boy been balling out. Um, got Clemson running back, um, and then of course Najee. Um, I I remember watching him when I was in high school. He's in the same class as me. And I remember watching him go crazy in high school, like jumping, uh, running people over, jumping over him. And then so I'm I'm like, damn, he's in the same class as me. Like same with D Swift. Like I'm like, well, that's where my my confidence come from. I'm like, these dudes are in the same class as me, same age as me. So for me to for me to not expect this for myself is, is crazy, you know. Uh, but yeah, what, what's the uh, Clemson running back uh, uh, nickname? Etn. Etn. Okay, yeah, that's, that's how it should be. Yeah. yeah, he. I don't know. I why. was shocked. Him, him, and Najee. Like, I was pretty shocked that they came back. Mm-hmm. I was surprised he came back. I expected Najee to come back. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he he had plays and shit, but he he didn't have like a, a like same with me. Like, I, I I don't have a full highlight tape. Yeah, I have like you can make. Like I, I, I've been watching. I watched all my highlight tapes. They the same fucking plays, just switched around different ways with yeah. different music. But I don't have enough plays to be like, damn. Like Chubba, Chubba Hubbard, like he has. That motherfucker has. You can make endless. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Even with even with uh, Wolfram Clemson, like he has endless plays. That boy played the championship, won championships, all that. Me, Najee, like I, I'm not speaking for him, but I'm talking like you know, I don't have enough plays. You, where you can just sit there, leave it on a TV, go use the bathroom, go get something to eat, come back, my shit's still going. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. that's I don't got enough plays, and that's that's why I feel like I wasn't gonna leave regardless this year. I know I still had a, a, a one more year in me for uh for some ball, so I'm cool. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Yeah, I think that's all we have. So uh, 
thanks so much for taking some time. I know you're a busy man. The hair looks oh. good, by the way. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah. Sorry about yesterday, y'all. No, not a problem at all. And, and, and thanks for letting me be uh, uh, number one on y'all show. I appreciate that. First ever. <laughs> Let's go. First ever. Yeah, first ever. All right, man. Stay safe out there. All right. Yep, you too. Stay sane. That was Journey Brown, Heisman candidate, Penn State running back. And, uh, yeah, go we graduate. have big plans going forward. Plans. Yeah. That's not the uh, – that is not the last interview that we will be conducting. Um, but probably going to be – infrequent i would say it's a nice like change of pace you know we want good guests we don't want to be stooping low no offense to all the people that reached out to us and asked that they could be on the show but everybody wants to unless you're sitting in a chair in new york city for the heisman trophy ceremony not sure we want you reaching out yeah yeah Yeah. support local podcasts listen to sports hits with c wit how nice of you because it seemed like that that beef was kicking into high gear. We were getting a lot of messages from him. Yeah. Well, I I was blocked, so he did say he was going to do that. So I want I want to be unblocked. So shout out shout out Colin. With that, this has been the Baked Cod Podcast. Afternoon delight.